Welcome to the Coffee and Conversation podcast, the podcast that celebrates great people making amazing things happen. Built on the belief that there is something to be learned from every conversation, this podcast provides a space for fabulous individuals to find a voice within our ever-changing world. This special series of episodes has been put together alongside the Creative Bravery Festival, a festival of learning celebrating acts of bravery that will help transform and rethink the way we approach education. Young people are at the heart of education and our future, and it is important that as we reimagine, we hear their voices and really listen to the things that matter to them. These special episodes share some brief insights into the lives of some of those young people as I invite them to talk about what feels important to them right now. Happy listening. Welcome to this, uh, another edition, another special Hearing Our Young People edition of the Coffee and Conversation podcast. And uh, today my guest is Misha. Um, So welcome, Misha. Thank you. And let's start by, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're, where I'm talking to you from. Um, uh, Well, you're talking, uh, I'm in Edinburgh right now in Christorfin. Um, I'm in S2 age 13 and um I like hanging out with my friends and um well obviously doing stuff like this like and I love like reading and stuff like that excellent so yeah so friends seems to have been quite an important theme with lots of the young people I've spoken to in the last few weeks so yeah hanging out with friends um, especially now you're back at school, I guess feels a bit better than it was when you were all locked down and not able to see your friends so much. Yeah. So how's it, just before we go into the what's important to you, how's it been going back to school? And Because what you've been back to school just over a month now, I think. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. Well, it's been, at the start, it was quite difficult because um, I haven't been in my school for quite a long time and I had to get used to going to all these different classrooms and uh, new teachers and as you know they've recently added in the you have to wear masks in the corridor and still not a lot of people in my school have been wearing them but it is quite difficult because you can't really hear anyone and um but any other than that like school's been pretty fun and I've been able to see all my friends and had a laugh with them good and that's important isn't it I think so mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about I have no idea um so the, my opening question as as is always is is what would you like to talk about that feels important to you um well I'll be talking about like obviously my session in the creative bravery 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 absolutely bravery um Thing. and also like what uh, me and my family are doing and yeah so, so let's start there then because that's quite a big week next week isn't it for you you've got a delivering yeah. a session at the festival uh, with your so it's you and who else is delivering the session with you um well my granny and maybe one of my friends will be there as well to help Fantastic. And so give us a little, without giving too much away, because we don't want to tell everybody everything. So they come to your session. What are the sorts of things that you're talking about? Well, we will be talking about um, like uh, land ownership and um, this very complicated way how to measure a hexagon 
um, for a hut and we'll be talking about woods and um, building huts and lots and lots of books. Ah. So what is it about huts that has got you so interested and excited? Um, well, uh, building a hut has been like a thing in our family family for some time like we've always had the thought of building little huts in a bit of wood of our own and we've always like just thought that's a great idea to do um so over lockdown it's been like a pretty good um time to start properly thinking about it so have have you had to do a lot of research and planning and things? We've done a lot of research, uh, especially on lands near us and how to uh, build stuff, like how to build our huts on the conditions that we have. Because mm, that's quite key, isn't it? Because it, it's not as easy as just finding somewhere and just going and building. Yeah, there's yeah. lots of things you have to do before you're able to actually start building, I guess. Yeah. So what's your what's your particular role or interest in this? So what jobs have you had to take on or are you looking forward to taking on? Um, well, we're all kind of doing a lot of the same things. So like um, I've been doing loads of research, especially on Pinterest with all of my nice, pretty house little huts. Um, and I've been doing a lot of research on how to build them and all the tools we'll need and all of that kind of stuff. But then we've also been, I've also helped with um, buying the land and researching lots of like different lands all around, um, like where I live. Mm -hmm. Wow, so it sounds like there's a huge amount involved. Yeah, it's taken us a long time to do this. And how have you how have you gone about researching? So if you've needed to find something out, what have you been doing to to discover what you need to know? Um, well, we've been like well, we started off like just searching up on Google and stuff, like lots of different um pieces of land and then um, my birthday and I got lots of books which shows us how to build our huts and um, we've also looked on like eco-friendly um, uh, like shops to buy the wood for it. Mm -hmm. We've done like lots of research over a number of um, uh, sources so it sounds like you've had a very, very busy lockdown. Yeah, it has been pretty busy. <laughs> so no time to rest and chill out. It's been lots of lots of research and work to, to work out what you're going to do next. It is sort of. We've mostly been just doing it in our beds, so we've been <laughs> comfy. <laughs> that sounds good. And it sounds it sounds good that you it's something that you're doing as a family. That sounds really important. That sounds it sounds like there's something that you've been talking about for a for a while in your family. Yeah, we've also got a bunch of my friends who are going to help us, all from my school, and we're all just going to gather up and build these really nice huts. Oh, cool. How's it, how is it working with your granny? 
How, do, how, how are you getting on with each other? She likes stuff her own way. <laughs> and um, she likes it very neat and tidy, as in how we work things out. But on it's really fun that I don't have to do it all by myself. I suppose you may, maybe you've had to learn some like negotiation skills as well. If there's things that yeah. you'd like and maybe she doesn't quite like. So you've had to negotiate to, to try and get things in that you'd like. Mm-hmm. So have you got a vision in your head and ideas of what your hut's going to look like? Well, um, I've had some like, especially from my from Pinterest I've got lots of like very foresty huts and then ones like where it like snows a lot they have like proper triangles mm-hmm. they look really pretty um probably going to do something like that or just the general hut shape like a long uh rectangle with like a peaked roof because mm-hmm. they also look very pretty See, I'm going to come to your session because I need, I'm trying to persuade my husband to let me build a hut or a shed in my garden. He's not, yeah, I need to work on my persuasion skills though because he's not been too, he's not, he's not agreeing to it yet. So I need to do all my research and work it out. So I'm, I'm definitely going to come and listen to, to, to what you've learned and, and take some of your research for myself, I think. <laughs> so have you got any, so thinking that I might be going to buy it or build a shed or a hut, have you got, what advice would you give me in, thinking about it and planning? Well, um, I definitely plan in advance because like when we first started, I thought this was only going to take like a month or two, but it's taken like a long time and we're just skimming the start of it and um, definitely do lots of research on the materials and do a lot of prep work for like the ground and stuff so you don't permanently damage it and um do a lot of work on how you want it to like look like and how you want to build it and what it's like meant to be for so definitely lots and lots of research and prepping yeah preparation sounds like it's quite important and mm-hmm. making sure you know what you're doing and, and yeah, preparing the ground feels quite important because you don't want your hut to end up sinking or disappearing yeah. into the ground, I guess. So what, what are you going to, when you've got your hut all built and it's all ready, what, are the, what sort of things are you going to be using it for? Um, uh, well, uh, we're probably going to use it for like holidays. My granny wants to use it for her Lego serious play stuff. My mum wants to use it for permaculture stuff. Uh-huh. But um and then also the land has Christmas trees. So wow. we'll have our own Christmas trees. It's that's basically the main things that we're gonna use it for. And we can also use it for planting stuff. And then um we were talking about maybe rehoming, like I don't know, some type of like animal there or something I love pigs you could have a pig oh that'd be fun pigs are so cute they do smell a bit but they're very cute 
you get yeah definitely and you talk you mentioned a couple of times like looking after the land and um sort of eco side of things so you know has that been important to you as you're planning and and thinking about Um, what you want to do yeah definitely because my family wants to be as like eco-friendly as we can because as we all know the earth is starting to degrade and not be it's not the healthiest it could be so we're all trying to make it like nicer and have lots of plants so it can start thriving again and it will make like loads of nice stuff so live like it really like it properly should definitely well trees are really important and my husband he he works in trees he's a the proper word, I think he's an arbor- arboriculturalist. I can never say it, but his <laughs> his solution to everything is plant more trees. So you're obviously doing a good thing for the planet by planting lots more trees or looking after and looking after the ones that are in your area. I think that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. So if this is another question that I've been asking people that I've been talking to, and we've talked about um, like the environment and you know things like that. Is there anything or what in the world would you like to change if you could? It could be really small in terms of like your little world and your family, or it could be a big thing. Well, um, like my grand, me and my granny were talking about this. It's like there's only like five people in Scotland that own land and that they have little tiny little houses on it. So I think that I think that's like a good idea. So we'll have lots of different. I want to make it so we won't all be living in this compact area. We'll have our own little spaces where we can go and plant trees and grow vegetables and flowers, and we can go out to nature mm-hmm. and we can like st- like go and um, like have really nice times outside because we've all been stuck inside for the past like five months so we need to be outside in the fresh air like we're meant to be definitely that sounds very appealing to me and it sounds like as well so sort of land ownership and yeah there's lots of there's lots of um I suppose questions and challenging challenges about land reform and land ownership and things like that and it definitely sounds like what you're doing in terms of your you know you've got your area of land that you've sourced and now you're looking at what you can do on it and it sounds like you're really trying to make a difference in your in your area uh, for your family knowing that those little things will event if we all start doing them they'll really start to add up to a big thing Mm -hmm. yeah that sounds and so so what I need to do is I need to build an argument that says I need a hut, a shed in my garden because it's contributing to, I don't know, something bigger. And maybe I can get my husband to buy into that then. What do you think? I think if you have a good argument to it, you might be able to win him over. <laughs> so I need to do my research. That's definitely what I need to get doing. <laughs> so just as we, we start to kind of come to the end of the conversation, um, what else, you know, would you... You know, what else would you like to share with people um, in terms of maybe from your ex- building experience or you know, any of the other things that we've talked about? Mm. A big question, I know. I know. This might take me a while, actually. That's okay. 
I've shared mostly a lot about um, building because I absolutely love craft. Like I've got craft and design this year. Ah, so excellent. Building and stuff. And also, if you're interested in stuff like this, at least buy one cabin book because I've got, let's see, like five. <gasps> and they're all on different subjects and stuff. And they all like hit what we're trying to do. And they're really interesting, even though they don't look as nice as all these, like, I don't know what kind of books people read, but nice. It's actually much more, it's more self-explanatory. It's not as complicated as I thought it was going to be. And um, yeah. That's yeah, I think. So maybe one day you and your family could write a book about your hut building experience and share all your learning and how you went about it. So add so there's another book there that people could go out and and read to help them build their huts and make their little bit of difference. Yeah. We're planning, <laughs> we're planning once we've like made our um like we're starting to build our huts. We're making a YouTube channel so we can document oh, all of brilliant. it. Brilliant. We've already got an Instagram and TikTok, but we haven't posted on the TikTok. We've got a couple pictures on our Instagram, but nothing on the others. Oh, can you remember what your Instagram tag is? Um, I think it's called um, the Mafia underscore Woods. Excellent. I think, and it's the same for the TikTok. Okay, well, you never know. People listening might pick that up and have a search and look to see what you're doing. Because people, uh, two two twin boys I talked to yesterday promoted their YouTube channel. So they, their aim was to get more subscribers. So yeah. See if we can get more subscribers for them and more followers on your Insta and TikTok. That'd be good. So yeah, we'll we'll put that we'll put that in somewhere. Um, and what I really like and what really strikes me talking to you is how you know excited and enthusiastic you are about your what you're doing um Mm. and it feels like you've learned you know you've not just learned how to build a hut there's been other things like you've learned about the environment you've learned about how to research you've learned about maybe how to negotiate with your granny when there's something you want and you have to convince her so it feels like there's lots and lots of different things that you've learned um but it hasn't maybe felt like hard work all the time because it's something you really enjoy so that's what it feels like when I talk to you Mm. So what's next? So just to, to finish, what's what's what have your so I know so next week you're delivering the session at the Creative Bravery Festival, which will be really exciting. And what what's going to have you happening in the next few months in terms of your hut progress? Well, in in the middle of October, um, we're finalising the last part of buying our plot of lat, like plot of wood. So by Halloween, we'll have our own wood so we'll start to like look in more detail about all of our resources and we'll gather more people to start building and then probably by uh, November we might start building or maybe even 2021 we don't know yet but we should be moving on to building very shortly after we get our planning permissions 
Absolutely. Well, it sounds really exciting and sounds like you've got a a project to keep you busy for the next few years, because even once it's built, there'll still be stuff to do and work out how you use it. And and then you get to enjoy it. Then you get to have fun and do the things you want to do with your friends. And and, if you need a volunteer to come and help move wood or whatever, I'm definitely there. So just give me give me a drop me an email and I'll come and help out shifting like soil or whatever you need. (laughs) <laughs> and you can yeah and that and i'll i'll call it research it's my own research into there you go how to build a hut <laughs> cool well thank you very much for talking to me um and good luck for your session next week um i'm going to make sure i've got it logged in and uh, if anybody else is interested just need to go and have a look at the creative bravery festival website and i think it's friday your session isn't it uh yeah friday yeah so yeah find out more about hut building and your experiences um, with all of the complexities that go with purchasing land and getting planning permission and all those other things so yeah sounds very exciting and thank you for talking to me no problem you have been listening to the coffee and conversation podcast the podcast that celebrates great people making amazing things happen my thanks again to my guest misha and to you for listening until the next time take care